This is Talking Urology. This Talking Urology Ends Up conference highlight features Harriana Dillon talking with Camille Short from the University of Adelaide, discussing an innovative educational website for men with metastatic prostate cancer. I'm Harriana Dillon and I'm here with Camille Short from um, Samri in Adelaide and we're going to talk about Cam's um, website which is designed to support men with prostate cancer. Can you want to tell us about what, what, what it's for and what you're doing with it? So we're in the process of designing a website for men with metastatic disease. Um, I specialise in this technique called computer tailoring and it's essentially you, you have an assessment and then you um, have algorithms and you match the messages that you've kind of already pre-created in the website with people's responses to the survey, um, which is kind of a complicated way of saying that we tailor the information but in an automated process. And that's usually done uh, for behaviour change interventions where you're trying to influence things like intentions and social support and um, to try and help people stay motivated. So it's, I guess it's similar to what Fitbit might do, um, but a little bit more heavy on the exercise psychology. Um, and what we're trying to do is actually work with exercise physiologists um, from Edith Cohen to not just focus on behaviour change, but also exercise prescription. And obviously men with metastatic disease have a really high need for specialised support. So what the website's really designed to do is to try and increase the reach of that level of expertise um, so that you can get exercise advice that's tailored based on, say, the extent and location of your metastases. Okay. So when you're talking about exercise prescription, what does that mean? Good question. Um, So what I really mean is the personalisation of an exercise program. So we'd usually think of the FIT principles, so that's frequency, intensity, time and type. Um, So when you're prescribing exercise, you are making sure that that the type of exercise that you're recommending to somebody fits their unique needs and also goals. So you would be specifically focusing on health outcomes like strength and endurance and aerobic fitness and then tailoring the fit components of the exercise for them. And so typically websites tend to focus on the public health guidelines or the guidelines for cancer survivors. Um, So that would be, you know, do 150 minutes a week of moderate intensity activity and two resistance training sessions. Whereas what we're trying to do is a lot more tailored so that people will be able to log on kind of tell the system their circumstances and their health profile and and then you actually get some videos which is a, a kind of crazy thing to do on the back end because it means that you have to record say hundreds of snippets of different videos and then we generate the algorithms that bring them all together into a seamless um, video so from the, the, the user's point of view it's like their own personal youtube video specifically made from them actually demonstrating what exercises to do Sounds really cool. And are the algorithms pretty complicated? They are as complicated as um, I can be. (laughs) So, yeah, they can be infinitely complicated. So every time you want to tailor on a variable, you increase the number of messages. So if I say that there are two age groups and two genders that we want messages for, then there'll have to be four separate messages. So if you can imagine that you're looking at um, demographics 
times psychosocial variables, times cancer history, you can end up, and then all the different permutations of that in a decision tree that if, they, if they're older and they have this and they have that, then that, yeah, they can, they can get fairly complicated. Okay, and um, the other question I was going to ask you is what kinds of um, characteristics do you tailor based on? So traditionally in the programs I've done for people who are generally well, and it has been mostly tailored to try and increase motivation and help people, I guess, uh, self-management skills. And uh, so we tailor a lot on their demographics because the aim is to make people process information in more thoroughly when it's relevant to them. And so we make sure that it's relevant to their age and their gender and their location. So people in a city area would get different types of messages to people in a rural area. So when you're talking about physical activity promotion, you know, we wouldn't tell them to get off the bus 30 minutes earlier if they live on a farm, that kind of stuff. So it just doesn't quite work. <laughs> yeah, so we take out all the relevant components by um, tailoring on demographics, but then I have a psychology background, so we tailor on a lot of um, what we think are the most important things for influencing behaviour. So that's things like people's self-efficacy or confidence. So someone who's really confident to go ahead and get started will get kind of different messages and support to someone who needs a little bit more help. Okay. Um, and level of social support is probably the other, the other main thing. And then with the cancer populations, we also tailor on health status. So um, some of my PhD work was on women with breast cancer. So that would be like whether or not they have lymphedema, whether or not they have osteoporosis, that kind of stuff. So all of the things that are going to impact on their ability to exercise and maybe their willingness to do that. Yeah, so we're essentially trying to pretend that we have a psychologist and an exercise physiologist in the room and almost emulate the types of questions that they would ask and then the advice that they would provide. Um, not to replace them, but to try and extend that care um, so that it's also available on the internet. Okay, that sounds really fantastic and a potentially great resource for people to be able to access. So if you're a man with metastatic prostate cancer right now, can they access your program? Not yet, um, but they can definitely help us design it. So we have the software available. Um, we are just finishing off a large NHMRC trial where we've used tailored videos in the general public. And so we're using that software in this setting. And we're working with uh, Daniel Gaveo and Rob Newton um, from Edith Cohen University. Um, they've already got a face-to-face -face program for men with metastatic disease. And so we'll be putting, you know, in the next coming months, we have a postdoc from uh, Canada uh, working with us who has an exercise background as well to try and translate into an online environment. And what we want to do in the first instance is get some men into the lab and have their feedback on it and also just make sure that they can actually perform the exercises safely based on the video instructions and, ha and have, the, have that system audited to make sure that the exercise prescriptions are actually appropriate. So. Okay, so that sounds like a really important component because what you're really talking about is, is prescribing an intervention or um, a kind of medicine to patients and making sure that it's actually safe to do that in this population. Yeah, and the focus is really different for me. So I've not ever designed um, this type of program for people who are terminally ill before. 
So the psychology behind it is really different um, and we need to make sure, we need to have consumer input to make sure that the tone um, and that it's just useful because it's not so much about, um, often this is about recovering and um, living well and, and it's obviously still trying to be about living well but we have to be aware of people's priorities and that they don't have much time and that this isn't um, like a gung-ho thing, it's just there to support them and make sure that they have the information If because um, we, we think that it will help their physical functioning and their quality of life. Sounds fantastic. And so now I believe that you're also going to be one of the recipients of the um, Below the Belt Pedalathon funding. Yes. <laughs> if I am allowed to confirm. I think you're allowed to confirm that now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, which is amazing opportunity for me. Um, so my the director of our centre is being involved in the prostate cancer CRE for prostate cancer survivorship um, and I guess I've been kind of um, brought in on that as a junior investigator um, as an affiliate and they've been really supportive and a couple of people in the CRE are involved on the project so it's a really good opportunity for me as an ACR to have um, more senior input across the disciplines. This really is a multidisciplinary project um, so yeah it's a, a good opportunity. Well, that sounds fantastic and thanks for talking with us and we look forward to hearing about the results of your study at one of the future ANZUP meetings. Thank you. Thank you, Harry. Talking Urology at ANZUP. Proudly supported by Ipsen.